everyone. Diane here, Senior Therapeutic Weight Loss Specialist with InStrive, and I want to thank you for joining me once again on the InStrive Fat Loss Podcast. I hope everyone is having a wonderful holiday season thus far. I hope you all had a great Thanksgiving. I know I did, uh, and I hope that you had time to listen to some of the holiday episodes that uh, we had recorded in regard to Thanksgiving and Christmas and surviving the holidays and staying on track or what to do if you do fall off the wagon. And if you haven't listened to those, they're definitely worth a listen. So I would encourage you to go back and check those out uh, if you haven't done so already. Today, I want to talk a little about uh, perspective and mindset and how what you think translates into what your results are. There's a lot of power behind our thoughts, a lot of power behind the things that we tell ourselves, a lot of, uh, you know, the direction that our path can go, especially in regard to weight loss, is forged by the way we approach it, the way we think about it, the way our minds take us into that journey. So I want to help you see some ways that you can go into that journey with the right mindset to set yourself up for success. So we're gonna be talking about the top three perspectives that every weight loss success story has. These are the things that we need to get drilled into your brain. And when it comes to weight loss, we're really hard on ourselves. I think most of you can probably agree with that and relate to that, that our default setting is to beat ourselves up, to be mean, just to tell ourselves things that we wouldn't say to anybody else. You know, I, I can tell you, I definitely do that to myself, but I've also met with so many clients and there have been, literally been times, and some of you out there, if you are listening and you are uh, clients that have come here and met with me, you probably are going to go, oh yeah, I did that, or that was me. <laughs> um, there are times during consultations that I will, I will literally stop someone and I will say, do you hear what you just said? And I'll repeat back what they said about themselves to me the way they describe themselves. You know, I, I just, oh gosh, I, I don't know. I don't know. I tried everything, but nothing works because I'm just a fat tub of lard or I can't do this. You know, I look horrible and I, I know I look horrible and I don't know why I can't stick to a weight loss program because I know I'm fat and I know I look awful and I know I need to lose weight. These are messages that we are hardwiring into our brain. And when your default setting is negativity, it's very hard to come out with a positive result. So I'm going to say that again. When your default setting is negativity, it's hard to come out with a positive result. What we're looking to do is change the mindset to one that will cultivate success instead of setting you up for failure. And there's three really important things you can do to kind of change that hardwiring. And the first one I've mentioned before, but it definitely is worth mentioning again, you need to be okay with the smaller steps. A lot of times when we're taking on a lifestyle change or, you know, going on a diet or, you know, making a decision that we need to lose weight, we look at it as an all or nothing. We look at these big sweeping improvements that we need to make. And we make these really lofty promises to ourselves but the problem with really lofty promises and big sweeping changes is they are very hard to sustain. So I'm going to give you an example. If I set myself into a routine where I made a promise that I would go to the gym every single day and work out for an hour every day 
except Sunday. I would take Sunday off, but all the other days I had to go to the gym and work out for an hour a day. But let's say that I'm coming from a place where I never work out. I never go to the gym. I never get up at five in the morning to hit the gym before I have to get ready for work. And I never stop at the gym on my way home from work before I'm going to relax, make dinner, be with my family, whatever. And, but but I decide this is what I'm doing. This is the change I'm making. It's It has to be this because I have too far to go to do anything less. It is going to be really difficult for me, someone who never exercises, to sustain a six-day-a-week, six-hour-a-week workout program in the beginning. That's one of those things that it's easier to work up to. That's where I say be okay with smaller steps. If you are someone who does not have an exercise routine, setting one that is that stringent and involved and uh, requires that much time and effort, you're putting yourself in a position where you can easily let yourself down. And when we do that, when we when we put ourselves in that position and we let ourselves down, it allows that slippery slope to come into play. So someone who says, you know, I'm going to make an effort to take a mile walk three days a week, you know, with my dog. That is a much more gradual and sustainable activity change than I'm going to go to the gym every single day at five o'clock in the morning and work out for an hour and only have that day off on Sunday. And when you give up or give in and you say, oh my gosh, I just had the worst day at work. I can't do it today. I just need to, you know, skip the gym. I need to go home. I need to get some sleep. Or the alarm goes off at 5 a.m. and you say, you know, to hell with this. I'm not doing it today. I'm tired. I need to sleep. You don't wake up feeling like crap and telling yourself, oh, you're such a failure. Oh, gosh, look at you. See, I knew you wouldn't do it. I knew you couldn't do it. That's what we do to ourselves. And that mindset is one that sets you on the wrong path. So we really need to celebrate the smaller steps and exercise. Listen, this is just an example. And, uh, you know, any of you who are on the InStrike program know that, um, you know, exercise is a program that does not require physical activity. So I'm not taking that from anyone's particular weight loss plan or, um, you know, any particulars of the InStrike program. I'm simply giving you an example of a way that I have seen a, a client set themselves up for failure. We can we can definitely look at that in a different way as well, you know, food related. There are small steps you can take that lead to bigger changes. And I'm going to talk to you a little bit about uh, another um, weight loss type of uh, program that I myself was reading about. And one of the things that, you know, the, the woman in the story I was reading did was her habit, her bad habit was that she would eat ice cream every night. And she really loved that. She really loved her ice cream. It was her treat at the end of the day. She'd sit down, it would relax her. But what she would do is take the container out of the freezer and eat directly from the container. There was no bowl, there was nothing, you know, dishing out. It was, she'd sit there with the container of ice cream and she would eat until she felt satisfied with the amount she'd eaten or the opposite until she felt shameful over the amount she had eaten and then she would put it back in the freezer. So her change 
when she decided it was time to do something and make some changes in her diet and in her, you know, ability to lose weight and all those things was not to say, I am going to give up ice cream because she knew she couldn't. She knew that was too big. She knew that was a sweeping change she could not sustain. So instead, what she did was she said, okay, I'm going to have ice cream, but I'm no longer going to eat out of the container. I'm going to take the container out of the freezer. I'm going to put some ice cream in a dish. I'm going to put the container back in the freezer, and I'm only going to eat what is in my bowl. In the beginning, she said she would get a big bowl, like a big you know, salad bowl, and she would put a lot of ice cream in there, but still, it was in a bowl and she was fulfilling her commitment. And over time, that amount became less and less and less until she was eating a reasonable amount of ice cream. And then until she had come so far and been so willing to celebrate her success throughout those changes that the ice cream no longer had that hold. She didn't feel like she had to have that ice cream at the end of the day. But she also knew that if she wanted to, that was okay. This is what I'm talking about. It's getting rid of the diet mentality. Because when you treat your lifestyle change like a diet, that's a huge mistake. If you're treating it like a diet, it's going to fail. Why? Because diets fail, right? How many diets have you guys tried? How many diets have you failed on? How many diets didn't work for you? Diets do not work. Lifestyle changes do. So if you're trying to change your life, the first step is changing your mentality and meeting it where you are. Don't make a big sweeping change that you know you can't stick to. That's only going to play that game with yourself of, oh, see, I knew I couldn't do it. I knew I was a failure. That is not what you want. Build yourself up for a success and a win. Don't build yourself to a place where you're going to fall. Don't you know build a cliff only to make it where there's no way to stand on it, you know, and you're going to fall into the abyss. That's not what we're trying to do here. So be okay with those smaller steps. That's tip one. The second one is you need to redefine what success means to you. Success is not always just the number on the scale. And that is a really easy pitfall to fall into, to decide when the scale goes down, yay, I'm winning. When the scale stays the same. Oh man, what happened when the scale goes up? Oh my God, I failed. No. Okay. We have to redefine the success story. Why? Because the scale is measuring a lot of things. The scale is not just measuring your body fat or your, your weight. That is what you want to lose. Body fat. Weight is a combination of fat, muscle, water, lots of things, waste. So you get on the scale and that number goes down. And you're like, oh my gosh, yes, look at that. I did great. Let's say the day before that you didn't do too good. You didn't eat too well, and you but you got on that scale and that scale was down. Chances are really high that what you lost was water weight, but you're still going to celebrate that because that number is what's important to you. We got to change that. It's not about the scale. It's not about the number. There's a lot of gray area between these black and white extremes that we tend to go to with weight loss that we need to examine, bring out into the light and truly celebrate and define as success. So let me give you an example. If I were to say success is when I can go a whole day and I'm able to avoid sugar, 
that's a pretty hard you know benchmark that's that's a lot coming from a society where there's sugar in everything and our western diet is very um you know loaded with carbohydrate and foods that are probably not the best ones if we are making that sweeping statement um that would be a difficult thing to attain especially as a beginner someone who's just starting out but maybe if i said instead success is that I recognize that sweets are a weakness for me and I'm going to start making an action plan to eliminate my excessive consumption of sugar. That is a lot more attainable. Limiting, eliminating, taking out some, that's a lot easier than a sweeping all or nothing. So look for those type of situations where you do that to yourself, where you say, uh, if I did this big, huge thing that I'm a success. If I didn't, I'm a failure. Remember gray area. There's a lot of gray area. That mentality goes back to finding your wins. The, the black and white that we do with weight loss makes us feel like we can't win because we set a benchmark that's really high and we didn't go through all the training and all of the steps that we needed to go through to hit that benchmark. There's a lot in between crossing the finish line and the the you know start pistol being fired we got to come at this from a place where we can celebrate the success along the way we can look for the wins we can celebrate our progress we don't have to define ourselves through those sweeping statements or that number on the scale so let's look for you know defining success in other ways and when you do that you can win all the time. That that's that's the point here. I don't want you winning sometimes. I want you winning every single day. So if I if, like, let's let's give out some examples. If today you meal prepped your lunch and you actually ate it instead of ordering in pizza with your coworkers, you won. If you ate one portion of your favorite mashed potatoes at your family gathering instead of going back for seconds or thirds as you normally would, you won. If you took the time to notice how nice you look today in the pants that you're wearing that were too tight on you two weeks ago. You won. When you take an unhealthy pattern and you make a decision you normally would not make, like not taking those extra helpings of potatoes or not talking negatively about your reflection in the mirror when there is progress, that's a success. Learn to congratulate yourself for the small changes because eventually those small changes are what are going to add up to the bigger ones you're looking for. It's not black and white. It's not always an all or nothing situation. Again, there's a lot of gray area that you need to allow in that's going to help you to improve, evolve, and get stronger and eventually reach your goal. The all or nothing attitude sets us up for failure and reliving bad patterns. It's the diet mentality we are trying to get away from. So be present, be aware, not just for your shortcomings and pitfalls, but for your strengths and for those wins. Very important. Now, when you're doing that, I promise you, your brain is going to try to tell you that you're still failing when you fall. It's because our brains are kind of hardwired to do that. And I know you guys are going to know what I'm talking about here because I, I think everyone's brain does this to some extent, unless you've retrained it or really worked at not having to do that. Our brain is really good at negativity. It's really good at negativity. So the default is to shut down. Like when you when you say, you know, um, 
okay, let's, let's think like today I'm, I'm going to eat clean all day. And then you eat dessert after dinner because somebody baked a chocolate cake and it's right there and it looks amazing. And so you decide to have some, you will tell yourself, your brain will try to tell you, see, you didn't eat clean all day. You failed, but you have the power to shut that down by looking for the ways that you didn't fail. That will keep you moving forward. Instead of saying, oh my gosh, I said I would eat clean all day long. And look at this. I ate that chocolate cake. How about saying, man, I ate clean all day long. The only thing I had poor was that cake. And I had that at dinner time. I did great today. I did really, really good. Notice the wins. Redirect your brain. Start having new and more positive thoughts. Wow, I guess I am making progress. I didn't fail today because I ate that cake after dinner. I actually won because I ate clean all the way through my day until that point. Redirect your brain. The non-scale victories are where you can redefine your success and celebrate your progress. You can feel good about yourself every single day by noticing those changes and congratulating yourself on them when you see them. So big, big, important step there. All right, last one I wanna talk about today is delaying gratification. We all know that losing weight can be a pretty slow process. And most of you probably know or have heard that that's the way it works best when we're talking about sustainability. That isn't just a, you know, some weight loss statements. I know you guys know this, but some weight loss statements, people say stuff, but it's not true. Like muscle weighs more than fat. No, it doesn't. Muscle and fat don't weigh different. A pound is a pound is a pound. Muscle is denser. Muscle is more compact. Muscle is leaner. Muscle looks better under your clothes. Um, but it's not a different weight. I mean, 10 pounds is 10 pounds is 10 pounds. Yet everybody always says, well, you know, muscle weight is more than fat. So my point, there are things that we think that we say that we do in regard to weight loss that everyone looks at as Bible. And this is one of them that, you know, the slower you lose weight, the more sustainable it is. And some people don't love that. They think, that's not true. I know somebody who lost, you know, 15 pounds in two weeks doing this and, you know, they look great. And here's the thing, delaying gratification. So knowing that losing weight a little bit slower will make it more sustainable is the process of understanding that even though you're not getting that dopamine and serotonin release on the scale, when you step up and see three pounds off in two days, there is delayed gratification coming that is better because that gratification is going to be long lasting. If, if you're losing weight, like if you're trying to lose weight and, and you, you find some plan and you're just dropping it like crazy, you need to understand that the faster you lose that weight, the more likely you are to gain most, if not all of that weight back. So if you're trying to find a quick fix or a right way around it, chances are high the diet that you know, you're following is not going to be a sustainable type of loss. I'm sure you've done it. I know I've done it, gone on these crash fad women's day magazine diets that, you know, you go on it and you drop a lot of weight real quick. But then the minute that you stop eating exactly the way the diet is telling you to eat, you start gaining weight. And I'm not talking about binging or going crazy or, you know, eating a bunch of cake or 
whatever. I'm talking about having foods that are normal foods, quote unquote, normal foods will cause your weight to fluctuate immediately. That is not a weight loss plan. That's going to be sustainable. That is a weight loss plan. That's going to make you happy in the moment. That instant gratification that comes from that serotonin and dopamine release. When you see the number on the scale changing, but it's not the kind that's going to in the long run, win that race. There's, there's not going to be a finish line there. That is the mentality that keeps us living on a diet. And you know what I mean by that? I hope living on a diet is where we constantly are focused on our weight. We constantly are focused on what we're eating. We constantly are focused on looking for the next quick fix to get the pounds off the next magic pill, the next magic supplement, the next magic weight loss plan. That's what we want to change here. And part of that problem is that hormone release. Serotonin and dopamine are powerful and they do release when we are happy and we get really happy when we see that scale moving. Yay. So, you know, the scale moves, we're happy. We don't care if it's water. We don't care what's, what it's moving from, but we see the number go down and we celebrate. We're thrilled. Our brain goes, this is awesome. She's happy. Here comes the serotonin and dopamine. Awesome. The other thing is that when you get on the scale, and you see a lack of progress or worse, again, you will likely start to produce additional cortisol and adrenaline. Those are your stress hormones. You get stressed because your number didn't move. So your body gets a negative feeling from those hormones. So that hormone release, the serotonin and dopamine from the scale move and the cortisol and adrenaline from the non-scale move do kind of keep us locked in that mentality, that instant gratification mentality, because our body is not doing us any favors. It's pay, it's paying off those things with those hormonal releases, but you have to get to a place where you understand that delaying that gratification will get you that same serotonin and dopamine release the end. And there's other ways for you to feel that and that happiness that's coming from the number on the scale can come from celebrating those small wins like we were just talking about, celebrating that you got through the day eating clean and only ate that cake. Now, a lot of you are going, no, I see that as a failure. It's not. If you would have normally eaten a bagel with cream cheese for breakfast and then eaten the pizza in the break room for lunch and, you know, eaten snacks in between or the candy on your coworker's desk and then the end of the day, you come home and you eat dinner and then you would have had the cake too. And all you did that day was eat one piece of cake and everything else was a healthy, nutritionally sound meal that would fuel your body. You won. You didn't lose. You didn't fail. You won. So it's all in perspective. It's all in what you are feeding. And I, and I mean that, I you know, feeding, haha. But seriously, what we feed grows, what we starve dies. If you are feeding the mentality that you are winning every single day, even if you might have some things that you falter on, that you celebrate the small changes, that you look for the things you're doing right, that you give yourself wins, you're feeding that mentality. That mentality will grow. It'll get stronger. It'll get bigger and more positive. And pretty soon, that little voice in the back of your head that tells you all the time what a failure you are or that you stink at dieting or you're never going to lose weight gets real quiet, starts to go away because what you starve dies. What you feed grows, what you starve dies. So by being willing to delay gratification, your results can become much more consistent and have a higher chance of being permanent. If your goal is 
you know, to lose weight for 30 days, turn around and gain it all back. That's not, that's in, that's the instant gratification mindset. Yeah. Your goal is not going to be to gain it all back, but if you lose all your weight in 30 days, come on guys, that's a, that's a fast amount of time. What we should kind of look at is a bigger picture. Set your goal to lose weight over time. Maybe give yourself two, four, six months, whatever, but give yourself time to see the results become your body's new normal. Great things take time. Weight loss is no different. If you want that 30 pounds to come off and be the new normal, don't set your sights on losing that 30 pounds in 30 days. Understand that your body needs time to adjust, time to adapt, and time to roll with the new normal. In Strive, the program we do here, those of you who are members know, those of you who are not, our average loss for a female is somewhere between 8 and 15 pounds in a month. Average loss for a male is, is a bit higher, 15 to 25 pounds in a month. There's reasons for that. Men lose a lot quicker. Men's bodies are built for the hunter-gatherer type of lifestyle. A woman's body is built for the bearing children type of lifestyle. So fat is much more easily stored and much more uh, difficult to shed on a female than on a male because of that. So that's why a male's loss can be higher. That eight to 15 number for you ladies out there. When people hear that, a lot of times they focus on 15 and they'll come in at their first appointment. Like, well, I didn't lose 15 pounds. I only lost seven pounds. So I didn't do really good. I'm, I'm not doing this. So I'm doing something wrong. No, you're not. Eight to 15 pounds is the average loss. And I'm telling you, the people that are losing 15 typically have a lot of weight to lose or have been leading a lifestyle that has a lot of toxicity, a lot of soda, a lot of empty calories and sugar, things that are making their body really feel a lot of relief and shed a lot of not just fat, but water and toxins and you know um, waste when they make those lifestyle changes. So don't compare your results to someone else's. Don't hear me say that and go, okay, if I don't lose 15, then I, then I flunked. I'm done. I didn't do it right. No. And if you don't hit the eight, you didn't fail either. Celebrate every step of this journey. Your body is going to lose at the rate that is correct for your body. Great things take time. Weight loss takes time. And changing your mindset on that can change your approach to it, which is going to change your end result. Remember, your mind is a very, very powerful thing. The mindset you're coming in with has a lot of power over the result you're going to come out with. If it's the dopamine thing, if that's what it is that you need to see that win on the scale, let's make new wins. Celebrate the small things. Look for the positives in your journey and let those things fill that need to see that instantaneous result. Keep your eye on the prize, but know that the prize doesn't always occur in a week. You know, I, I, I've seen so many of these little memes and funnies and, and one of them that, boy, I'll tell you as a coach here at Instrive, I can tell you what resonates not just with me, but a lot of my um, clients and the people we help out there. It said something to the effect of, okay, I ate healthy all day and I took a walk and I got on the scale and I didn't lose 20 pounds. What the hell? <laughs> and I think that we want that instant gratification. We want to do one day of clean eating and poof, there goes our weight problem. But in real life, that's not the way it works. There's a journey here. 
And if we see it as a journey, and if we start to celebrate wins and give ourselves a little grace and, and not be so hard on ourselves and not consistently tell ourselves we're a terrible failure and change that mentality and that overlook of this entire process, then you don't just enjoy the result. Then you enjoy the getting there, the journey. You can enjoy the whole thing. You don't have to wait until you reach the magic number to celebrate. You can celebrate every single day. It's not about what you want this very second. Think about it in terms of food. This very second, I might want a donut. I'm not gonna eat a donut because I want my end goal more. But if I was gonna give in to what I wanted this very second, dang it, I would eat a donut. Do you see what I'm saying? Don't give in to the immediate. Look at the long term. That progress you're making is leading you somewhere. And your mind has a lot of power over where it's going. So you got to decide which road you want to take. Do you want to take the road that's going to lead you into a cycle where you do this over and over and over and over again? And you have a diet mentality. Or do you want to take the road that's going to lead you to a life, lead you to a lifestyle change where the things you're doing not only will help you reach your goal, but help keep you there. All right, guys, that's it for today. I am Diana, Senior Therapeutic Weight Loss Specialist with InStrive. If you are interested in a consultation with an InStrive Weight Loss Specialist, they are free and you are under no obligation to commit to anything. This program will help you change that mindset that we just talked about, as well as help fuel your body to get you to the lifestyle change. It's not a diet, it's a lifestyle change, and that's where we're headed with this. So you can look us up at InStriveFatLoss.com. You can find us on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, you name it. Get a hold of us. Send us an email. Shoot us a message. Give us a call. We will get you set up for a consultation either over Zoom. You can be anywhere. It doesn't matter where you are. This country, another country, doesn't matter. You can be a client anywhere. Or if you are close to a physical office, we can set you up with an in-office appointment as well. But either way, we would love to meet with you. Tell you more about InStrive and see what it can do to start you on that journey that leads to that long-term success. Guys, it's a pleasure as always. I will see you next week. Thanks again for tuning in to the InStrive Fat Loss Podcast.